Welcome to the Franchise Fluent Podcast, where we keep you fluent in all things franchising, small business, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Austin Titus, and we are excited to jump right into it today uh, with our special guest, Robin from We Sell Restaurants. How you doing, Robin? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's great to, great to have you here. I appreciate you joining. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about we sell restaurants franchise, and we're going to always just dive into it here. So Robin, why don't you start off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the business? Excellent. So thanks so much. Well, for myself, uh, my husband and I co-founded the brand uh, more than two decades ago. We really decided to carve out something that was unknown in the industry at that time. There are many general business brokerage practices but very few who had the discipline to stay true to just one single vertical. Um, We decided that that was exactly what we were going to do. We were going to focus on the restaurant industry specifically. My husband came out of Big Five County. I came out of Fortune 100 companies. My last role was was as a VP of strategic marketing for a $4 billion division of Federated Department Stores. we kind of took big business experience and said, let's build that into our own brand. And many years later, here we are franchising and working in 45 states nationwide. Wow, that's great. So 45 states. How long did you say you were franchising for? We've been franchising for about 10 years now. Okay, okay. About 10 years. Awesome, awesome. And so what would you say from a consumer standpoint makes you guys different? I know that you just said a little bit about, you know, business brokerage and, you know, specializing in obviously selling restaurants, but why? So, well, a few things, the size of the industry, right? The restaurant industry is huge. It's between 30 and 40% of all franchises, for example, are affiliated with the hospitality and food vertical. So the the, met, the entire business model is based on something that's very, very large. And there are a lot of transactions. They turn over very, very quickly. And people really need specialized help and assistance when they're getting ready to sell a restaurant. They want somebody who believes they understand the path they've been down, the pain points they felt, and how they can assist them in moving to the next step. And by specializing, we always know what the business is worth. We always have lenders ready to go for that very specific vertical. Uh, We always have a buyer database at the ready. Unlike a general business broker, we're not saying come to us. We're all things to all people. It's pretty easy. If you land on WeSellRestaurants.com, we know what you're looking for, and we have something to satisfy that need. Awesome. And and so you guys get your customer is always somebody that's looking to buy a restaurant. Or sell a restaurant. And sometimes even other brokers will just refer their restaurant clients to us and say, listen, I I handle daycares and car washes and medical companies and everything else. You do this very well. I'll just refer that business over to you, which just kind of speaks to the level of expertise we have in the industry. Who who would you say, Robin, is your ideal franchise partner? Who, Who does your franchisee look like? So it's so interesting, Austin, many of our franchisees are former restaurant owners. 
is we talk about our business model as the restaurant business with banker's hours. You don't have employees, you don't have a storefront, you don't have uh, people calling out, you don't have this infrastructure, capital investment, but you're adjacent to this industry that you love, right? Because once you're kind of in the restaurant business, it's it's in your blood and you love it and you uh, you know want to continue to pursue that opportunity. So it really it's very very good for somebody who's who's been in the restaurant industry and is now ready to transition into a different model. It's great for somebody who's been in any kind of sales uh, background, whether it be um, you know restaurant adjacent type sales where maybe they've sold for ADP or paychecks or something like that or any kind of uh, sales. It, but honestly, we've taken people from every walk of life, taken them through our extensive training program. They've quickly assimilated the information. We work with them every step of the way to you know, put them on a path to success and coach, train, mentor, and get them to a place where they're very, very uh, comfortable and, and very, very successful in their role. That's great. And, and what does is, what is your training look like for, for people like that? Because obviously people that come into your business, they don't have any business brokerage background or, or anything like that. Usually they might sometimes, but they don't. And so how do you kind of take them from start to finish all the way through? Because there's some legalities to it and all of that stuff too. So we probably have the longest training program in the industry. We start the first week is virtual and you actually read our book, Appetite for Acquisition, which is the buyer's journey. It's the We Sell Restaurants Guide to um, buying a restaurant. We published it in 2012, and that kind of takes a would-be restaurant broker through what a buyer's journey could potentially look like and all the different things that they have to consider. Um, then they, they are doing online exercises that uh, are affiliated with that entire week. And every single week is there's competitive shopping, there's starting to build out your network in your local community. So there's exercises every single day that are done on our online learning platform. Then week two of our training is a full-on deep dive into our technology, which is called the BOSS, the Brokers Operations and Sales System. Uh, that's one way in which we really differentiated ourselves in the industry, which was somewhat fragmented and not very technology reliant. We have had our own source code for probably 18 years now that we invested very strongly in from the beginning. And we've built a system around restaurant brokerage. So if you need to write a listing agreement, it takes you between 20 and 30 seconds to write an agreement. A full-on asset purchase agreement, uh, we've had competitions at our conferences and our best brokers can write an asset purchase agreement in about three and a half minutes. So ours, our whole technology platform is about delivering leads to our franchisees, allowing them to work those very, very quickly and efficiently using the platform and then do all the tasks associated. So week two is full-on learning the boss and we sell restaurants university. Then week three, and it's actually going on right now, is in our offices in Palm Coast, Florida. And it's a combination of um, role playing and PowerPoints and videos. And, um, you know, Eric and myself, our chief training officer, we all uh, take different segments of the week and we're training you how to do valuation, the legal implications, all of our contracts and forms, which of course I'll generate the boss. Um, and then next week, they go out into the field with one of our trainers. So we're now into week four. Um, they spend a week in the home office with us. They go out in the field with one of our trainers. 
they're going on listing appointments and they're calling on would-be buyers and sellers and they're having conversations. And then they go home and they're in their uh, home office for the next 100 days. We're on calls with them every single week, uh, building and reinforcing the basics of what they learned during that training. So they're launched and ready to go. Wow, that's great. That's a lot. It's a lot, but it's uh, much needed. Absolutely. It's a, it's a complex transaction, right? You're not walking in and saying, hey, make me a smoothie or uh, where's the Froyo a spigot. It's it's very com- it's a complicated business endeavor. So you want to make sure you're giving people all the foundational skills and support that they need so that the brand reputation continues to be um, enhanced in the marketplace when they are out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. Now, obviously, you guys are a franchise yourself, and there's a lot of restaurant franchises out there. And so do you guys focus on that, or is it a part of your strategy, or is there any connection there? Do you guys say, hey, we don't care what type of restaurants you sell, just go sell restaurants type of thing? So we do service franchise and independent. So it doesn't matter. As long as it's a restaurant, hospitality-related uh, business, we will take the listing and help somebody you know, exit and get to a better place than they are today, whether they're looking to retire or whether they're looking to just downsize their holdings or whether they, they've made a bad investment they just need to dump this and move to something else. Because we are a franchise, we do have relationships with a lot of franchise brands who seek us out because franchisors like doing business with franchisors and they're looking for ways to talk to their franchisees about their next steps. And there's some scary words in the industry that franchises don't like to talk about. Four-letter words like exit, fail, sell. We, we get those words head on and we have a strategy so that somebody comes in and invests in a franchise, does well for a number of years. They need a capital event. They need a liquidation strategy to move to the next phase of their life. And we sell restaurants helps to fulfill that need for them. That's great. And, and so a, a lot of that going out there and finding the right customers is, is probably talked about in your training program. And you guys might have some your relationships with other franchisors. What other different types of things are, are you guys doing from, from a, a, a corporate level for, for the franchisees that kind of stand out? I know the name itself is, is a really good name. You guys have a great domain. Do you guys have, be- we buy what restaurants? <laughs> we don't have, we buy restaurants. No. You guys got to get that one too. <laughs> Just we sell restaurants, but we invest a lot of time and energy into marketing for our franchisees. We upload all their listings to them and all the third-party websites. We search it and optimize every single listing that comes through. We don't take like, can't throw us like a hundred word listing. In fact, our technology boss will actually write a listing for you that's at least 350 words. And then we send it to our SEO department. They search engine optimize it before they send it out. We um, are massively into content generation. If you write about, you search, how do I buy a restaurant? How do I sell a restaurant? Odds are you can see an article from someone at least a restaurant, probably me, that's been written over the years, um, talking about the restaurant industry. We're active on social media. We do all of that for our franchisees. So uh, we tell our franchisees, we do the marketing so they can sell the restaurant. Ultimately, we want to do all of the things that we can to take marketing and administrative tasks out of the picture 
so that they spend 75 to 85% of their time in direct contact with clients because that's where restaurants are sold. We have a massive marketing plan. We sent 11 million emails last year to the database of buyers in our website, uh, that hit our website. So we have um, immense reach. We'll take care of the marketing. We just want our franchisees to go out there, have conversations with buyers, and get these listings sold for their sellers. Like every good franchisor should do is taking the administrative tasks away from their franchisees and having them focus on sales. You know, what matters most to both them and the franchisor, of course. That's the lifeblood of the business. And any franchisor that misses that mark, they're short selling themselves in the short and long term. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where do you see we sell restaurants in five years, 10 years, 20 years? What's your vision for the company? Uh, you know, we continue to grow. And one thing that's kind of interesting is that we kind of paused our growth for a period of time to make sure that we had every single system buttoned up and ready to, to be as explosive as we wanted to be. We doubled in size last year. We're on target to double again this year. Um, our, our reach, our Dollars in sales last year's transactions were 101.8%. So we doubled growth there as well. Um, we found a very intriguing niche in the industry. So we're just going to continue to follow that path. Um, but I, I think we're in 45 states now. About half of that's covered corporately. I suspect in five to 10 years, we'll be in all 45 states that we care to be in. We don't do anything that touches the Pacific Ocean by choice. Um, we'll, we'll be doing 100% of our business through our franchisees and very little corporate business. That's great. That's great. And could you expand on that a little bit? So do you guys have like, uh, like corporate offices around the country or how do you structure that? Well, because we're so specialized, people will call us to sell their restaurant. And let's say it's it's in Kansas, Kansas City. Well, I have a phenomenal franchisee in that market, and I send the lead right to him, and he picks it up and runs with it. So our technology will automatically text him and email him the lead, and our call center will uh, get him on the phone in real time. But let's say somebody calls me from, um, I don't know, Topeka, and it's not outside his territory. Then they want to speak to a restaurant broker, someone on our corporate team, our listing department, we'll start working with them, we'll do the valuation, we'll interact with them by, by Zoom or by phone, but they are happy to work with us because they know we have such a ready database of buyers for restaurants. They don't necessarily have to rely on the local resource. And honestly, as COVID really impacted the business a few years ago, what we've seen is more people crossing borders, state borders to buy restaurants than any, you know, every way than ever before. So we really saw massive um, adjustments. We're seeing that population trends too. We're seeing certain states empty out and other states be more um, just kind of raised in the consciousness level of uh, people. They're voting with their feet and they're moving bands and they're, they're coming to Florida, which we love and Florida's been busy. Um, but other states are seeing the same thing. So if, if we don't have a franchising on the ground, we just handle that listing from the home office, which is in Palm Coast, Florida. That's great. Yeah, that's a, that is, like you said, super niche. And, you know, if people are 
going to, especially you've got a great domain, know the brand from around and know from the industry. Maybe they had bought the restaurant that they're currently in from you guys a, a while back or, you know, something like that. So that's, that's awesome. And so you did, you mentioned COVID a little bit and how it kind of scrambled up the industry. And a lot of people were selling businesses and a lot of people were also buying businesses. You know, I felt, I felt like people wanted to take control of their own destiny during that time. But then also there were, there were some very hard financial times for certain people as well. How did your franchisees react to that? And where, where did you guys go, you know, compared to comparing before COVID to after COVID and kind of, you got, you already said you doubled in size from last year to this year, but how, how did your franchisees react to that? So, you know, I think March 15th, 2020 will live in infamy for everyone, right? We all just didn't know what we were waking up to until we woke up to this moment. Um, So the first thing that we had to do, and we live to a set of core values within our company, and one of those is um, to act with integrity, only make agreements we're willing and able to keep, and to treat others as we would like to be treated, essentially the golden rule. So on March 15th, when we woke up and looked at the the situation that was out there, we got all our franchisees on a call and we said immediately, this can go really ugly for very quickly for the industry because so many people are being closed down. And we have sell in our name. We have to be very careful about how we approach the industry right now. We don't want to be seen as taking advantage of a situation. So here's what we're going to do. And this is what we laid out as corporate-wide strategy. We're just going to put a halt to listing restaurants for right now. Instead, we're going to learn, and I'm going to teach you, franchisees, everything you ever want to know about PPP, EIDL, how you calculate how much much you uh, can spend, when you can spend it, how you apply for relief, all the different programs. Uh, We send out messages to all of our uh, current listings and to the world at large and said, if you're in a situation where you're only able to operate at 25% um, seating capacity, but your landlord's charging you 100% and you need some help, call us free of charge. We're happy to start negotiating with landlords on your behalf. Here's a template. Send this template to your landlord. So I want to say that between March 15th and the end of that second quarter or third quarter, we had probably published 50 to 60 different articles, just aid to the industry. Here's how we can help you. And we really put a pause on, you know, sell, 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 or, um, you know, are you in trouble? Do you need to sell your restaurant? That was not a message we wanted to be associated with. And so like everyone, we had a terrible second quarter. Um, By the third quarter, our sales were about 20 points ahead of the industry. And by fourth quarter, we were about 77% ahead of where this buy sell was saying that the rest of the industry was in terms of of, uh, uh, transaction count units. And I think it was because we really did a concerted effort to say, we're in this game with you. How can we help? And the industry responded. And what's so interesting Austin is, I still have franchisees and, and uh, restaurant owners. I had a guy with the three stores contact me about two months ago. And he said, I want to sell my restaurants. And we're, I'm talking with him. And he said, and I said, how did you learn about us? 
And he said, I learned about you during COVID. I was Googling how do I apply for relief for the restaurant industry. And some of your articles came up. And he said, I never told you, but thank you so much. Like that helped me. And he said, and I decided when I ever got ready to sell my restaurant, I would call these some restaurants. So we had a better year. 2020, we ended up with a very good year. 2021 was great. 2022. So we just continued to grow. I've talked to a lot of business owners, a lot of franchisors, and I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, when it comes to how people reacted to COVID and the ones that embraced it and tried to just continuously do the right thing made it through much stronger. And the ones that just completely held back and just went into 100% survival mode um, for too long didn't work out very well. Obviously, when that first shock wave came, everybody kind of went a little bit into survival mode. But it's once once you realize, like, okay, we're going to get through this, and this is how we're going to do it. You got to snap back into it and and really go 110 percent because it's times like those that really not only they show the comp the good companies from the the bad companies organizationally, but they also leave a lot of room for growth. And a lot of opportunity because so many people kind of back off. And so it's a great story. Thank you for, for sharing that. So is there anything that you want to kind of share with the, uh, the, the listeners here? Um, I know we've been talking for a, a little while now and you've shared a lot. And so, but anything that we haven't talked about that, that you feel that, you know, the listeners should hear about the business? Well, I would say this is that I think that a reflection of your business is also reflected in how you give to the industry. And so um, my husband and I have both been very careful along the years to align with the mission of the International Franchise Association. I'm the chair of the Women's Franchise Committee for IFA. And so there's a special place in my heart to help mentor, grow, and develop any women, anyone in this industry. But the Franchising has been very, very generous in giving to us. So I would just say if there's anyone out there looking to understand if this is a, a fit for them, if the industry is right for them, if they need a resource or they need someone to be connected to, look me up. I'm happy to connect you and, and further your education and path in this industry and hopefully pay forward a little bit of the, the giving that I've received from so many coaches and mentors over the years. Great. I, I appreciate you sharing that. And if, if people want to connect with you, where, where should they find you? What websites, what maybe social media platforms, where should they find you? Oh my gosh, I'm all over LinkedIn. <laughs> I just posted a video last weekend. I was in Phoenix and I was in a self-driving car, which was crazy. <laughs> so I'm always on LinkedIn. Just find me on LinkedIn, Robin Gagnon. You can also email me, Robin, at weselfrestaurants.com. And then our domain, weselfrestaurants.com. That's W-E-S-E-L-L, restaurants with an S.com. Um, you can always connect with me there. Awesome. And to anybody listening, I will put that information in the, the show notes. And so go check it out. And uh, thank you so much for joining me, Robin. We really appreciate it. And uh, we wish the best of luck to you guys. Um, anyone listening, uh, go and follow us on Franchise Fluent, uh, at Franchise Fluent for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we are on LinkedIn as well. Uh, and you can see the video of this uh, on YouTube. 
as well. So we'll be posting the video. So thanks everybody for listening and have a great one.